0: Welcome to Tilth Talk Radio. Today we're going to have a biological breakdown. Hopefully not like an emotional breakdown. More like talking about different aspects of biologicals. In our spotlight, we'll take a look at some new product launch coming up here. Egg History Minute. Look at the history of snake oil. Cool beans, that's corny. We'll have some current events. We'll wrap things up with a Field Good Friday. With me today are Bill Schomburg. Hey, guys. Todd Schomberg. Hey, you to know all the tilties out there. And I'm Matt Brueger, all with Tilth Agronomy.
1: Matt, when you said that, I went immediately to Like, they call them biological breaks now, like a potty break. Ah, They're oh, really? Like, That's cool. Yeah, just at meetings I've been doing other things, they've called them. <laughs> called them biological bio, breaks. You know, so? Y- yes. So. The, that breakdown I thought of of, yeah, I don't know, does that mean you wet your pants or something like that? Because you, <laughs> your pants is you cool. get the proper I had a minor break. biological
0: breakdown. <laughs> I'm fine. I just need I to have, go change. As long as it's not a major one. We're good. Yeah. I appear to have relieved myself at a time when it was inconvenient. <laughs> Can we still call it that? Can we still be relieving ourselves? Biological <laughs> relief. Or is it a biological release? relief? Yeah, that's yes. where I was biological going Biological relief. We'll try to keep it together, man. All, right. All right. Well, we had some, some pretty uh, nasty weather there for a little bit. It's like kind of the first one of the year, really, right, for us? First one in a while, really. I mean, it, it was my... So a buddy of mine from college got married f- four years ago around the same time, and there was a blizzard that I had to drive through. And, yeah, this is the first big one, I would say, since then that I remember.
1: It... it- Harken back to the April, 2018, big snowstorm. Yeah, and that would have been the year before that, yeah. right? But that one was way different too. I mean, we just got way, you know two just feet the of snow, on, yeah. and it was heavy, wet snow.
2: It yeah, well, that was just and you don't way expect different. that kind of snow April 15th yeah, right, or whatever it was. Right,
1: and this one to me was kind of your normal like you used to get one of these a year yeah. where it's just.
0: Snow. And it wasn't, snow day.
1: It ended up being like, it was enough snow, but it wasn't crazy
2: either. would it have it been nice if drifting. Bill
0: and I weren't in Minnesota when it happened. Yes. But, you know, I, I give him a lot of credit. He drove us back, and we all survived. It, so. it
2: wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. Did like, you just want to get out of Minnesota that much? You're just like, I...
0: Yeah, well, we saw a hotel with, like, purple lights driving, and like, ah, nope, done.
2: <laughs> it was the hotel right next to the vikings practice facility okay yeah, it was like the, their whole
0: thing was decked
2: out in purple, purple lights on the, the outside. omni minneapolis
0: then it was oh, like it was vikings the omni, yeah just nice like we Omni's stayed in Nashville. That, yeah. Yeah. vikings something right on yep. the side of it yeah yep. it was like oh no get out of here
1: the conference wasn't at the vikings no no it was a no, different hotel yeah you were yeah, we, we
0: were, we're at a hilton i believe it was so nice. we didn't see Paris no. or the other one. I can't remember what her sister's name is. Omni Viking Lakes Hotel. Ah, Viking Lakes, yeah. Yep. We did see a giant Best Buy complex, so they must be based in Minneapolis because there was like multiple buildings with the big yellow tag on them.
2: And then we got talking about how cool Best Buy used to be like way back when. Before
0: they were like one step away from being Circuit City. Like us see. Now.
1: Headquartered in Richfield, Minnesota. Oh. I don't know where that is compared to where you were, but
0: yeah, we were in the city, so I, there's all little. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, the like, oh, we were in Bloomington. I was, yeah, I was just so. saying. Yes, so. technically, we were in Bloomington.
1: We both had, like you've got friends there. My yeah. wife's got some family there, and it's funny how all the little towns. It's to me, it's just the Twin Cities, but right. to them, there's Oak Woodbury
0: Grove and, and yeah, yeah, all these Elkhorn. Yes, and, I do remember seeing the Woodbury. Uh, water tower when we were tower. leaving. Yep. And then Bill's Nissan maps tried to take us into the cities yeah, when we were leaving. I was
2: very disappointed
0: with that on the way home. Like
2: let's not stay on the bypass.
0: Let's go somewhere weird. That was not good. So we we overrided it with Google and got out of there, but No it was there were there were a few spots where it got a little nasty, but
1: this was just a weird snow because it came kinda Directly from the south. Up. Right. And then the way the winds were to it, like drifted weird that they've seen more, you know, they're kind of southeasterly winds where usually it's coming from the west. Right. So it's just the weird storm that way where snow usually piles where you're used to maybe plowing a certain way or even talking to a lot of, you know, dairy farm guys, they spent a lot of Thursday morning just in the tractor and the skid steers just digging out spots because it just drifted in spots. And then you can look at some fields and they're practically bare. So it all just kind of blew around. Yeah,
2: my wife kept asking, like, oh, how much do we get? How much do we get? And I don't know if anybody's really put a number out there They said
1: 10 inches is what I've seen. Yeah, Yeah, WLUK said
0: 11.7 in Green Bay. But
1: even that, how they measured it, like, this would be a near impossible one to measure. Because even the radar thing, like, on, on your phone, like, on the Weather Channel app will tell you, like, you know, how it can predict the radar for wind, or for wind, no, rain, and then, like, it'll do it for snow, and it was way off. It, like, it said we had 24 inches of snow, like, when we basically had, like, six. So it wasn't, yeah, it was just a weird snow that way to try to to figure out. But you guys made her back? I made her back. Yep. Normal four-hour trip took you eight. It's all right.
0: Spent almost yeah. as much time clearing snow as we did. Tur- no, not, yeah, n-
2: not quite. But the worst yeah. part in that drive is always like Abbotsford to Wausau. Like, I don't know why, but for I'm me, that's always the worst I'm with part. You. Yeah, and I had to go to the bathroom, so that didn't help. It was like, <laughs> oh, come on, like a normal whatever it takes to get to Abbotsford to Wausau it took longer, and then it's just like, oh my god. You needed a biological break. I did.
1: He
0: did. I needed like You a didn't
1: have a course. biological breakdown. No, we didn't. So We stopped at
0: A. Culver's, truck. and he like, Ooh, no. I've never like seen it. this <laughs> man pull, pull a credit card <laughs> out faster, like, get me this, and I'm uh, like, gone.
2: I, I Matt ordered, and I went to the bathroom. Did you
1: do Scoopy meal, or were you like... No,
2: I did the no. mushroom and Swiss.
1: No, I that was my second guess. Yeah,
0: that
2: right. seems to hold up when you drive better than like... Oh, the All the stuff, good, you know, yeah. like it just holds better when you eat it, and you're not slopping. Did you do your okay leg. getting
1: Coke products there now, Matt? I'm love like last time I was at Culver's, it's awesome now because it's Coke products. I yeah, was, I got I a Dr
2: like,
0: Pepper. I, oh, like, Okay, they lose. still have that. I yeah. thought
1: maybe you'd go with the Culver's Ripper or something, but I,
0: I do get the ripier quite a bit. No,
1: their they're Coke though. Doesn't ta- it doesn't taste the same?
0: Sound like the- a McDonald's. Coke. I don't know why it's not what laced it is with yet. actual maybe cocaine.
1: It's, maybe it's still got like the Pepsi residue still in the lines. <laughs> sure.
2: <wrecking laughs> wow. But it's still. I'm
0: devastated. By it, the way.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. what did?
0: Oh, dude, you
2: you're right. so.
1: What did they replace? What did they? Nothing. Get yeah. Nothing. Yeah. yeah I, didn't, I guess I
0: didn't look that close. Cause
1: I don't think they Remember how much though. like Craig Culver got paid to switch? Oh, like, what's the a lot? Like, I bet. Yeah.
2: Had to have. Yeah.
1: Or like, I'm sure there's more covers now in the south. That if that's a maybe, re- like, but to change the whole franchise, like, I all guess I'm just gonna have to go to T Bell. But you're right, instead. no diet do. Yeah,
2: sold out. It's hard. Yeah. It's
0: really hard. Are
1: you, Craig Culver.
0: <laughs> Scoopy, sad. <laughs> all right, you guys ready to get into our topic for today? You bet. So, reason Bill and I were in. Minnesota was, we were at a focus on consulting conference, and one of the presentations that we went through was a rundown from three biological companies. We had Corteva and their Utrisha N product, Envita, uh, which is, what's, the, azotic, azotic, or azotic. Azotic. How do you say that? I always said Azotic. azotic. What azotic? Is it? Yeah. yeah. And then we also had Pivot Bio with their proven n forty. Yes, so they have. Because what was the other return n? But they didn't really talk, about, didn't that talk about that product. It no. was mostly the proven n for or Is, it, is that prove n? Yes. Or yes. Is it yeah. Proven. Both have the n because return. Yeah, got the n at yeah. the end. Yeah. So, I even in my notes I put I spelled prove p r o v e capital n. Yeah, that's 40. how they
2: they really emphasize. Yeah, was
0: there n. a space ever, or was it
1: like? One no. word. I think it's just capital N at the end. I think so. Theirs was like all
0: caps. Sure. So you couldn't, you couldn't tell. <laughs> I just assumed I should capitalize the N because it's a nitrogen fixing product. So that's kind of where I went. But yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, they all had representatives there talking about um, the different aspects of their products. So it was interesting, like, Tricia... Is a certified organic product the only one out of the three that is certified organic so you can use it on conventional acres you can use it on organic acres or because
2: they did some gene editing on the pivot bio folks The kind of
1: so basically that's the only one that's not gene like genetically modified in some way to get what they want right okay. Did they say if they're getting a lot of traction in the organic market? Because I could see that. It was just a a, one-off
2: comment he made. It wasn't really like he went into, you know, big marketing spiel on what their market shares or anything. It was... Okay, it was just It was
1: just, yeah, we're... I could see from the organic side that, you know, right now they're using... Chilean nitrate to get nitrogen and right. manures, but it is very difficult in the organic realm to get an organic based. You know, like yeah. anything with urea in it, you can't. You know, you you can't get it certified. So,
2: and he really, the nutrition guy really pushed like they're only foliar and they're a dry product, so their shelf life is like is longer. Year, long longer. Okay. Yeah. a year, okay, which I know Invita has.
0: They're coming. Out they're coming it. out with
2: one, but with a dry-based, yeah. yeah, formulation.
0: Yep. Invita was interesting too because they stated they have uh, antioxidant um, properties, properties to it that will help reduce burn, chemical oh, burn on okay. the plants. That's that's why yeah. like you can spray Cobra and Flexar, and they showed that was, a couple slides like reduce damage. Out of okay, the it was pretty it. cool. Like, yeah. so,
1: you throw it in with in the tank with your Cobra. Yeah, when you're spraying. And then it'll
2: reduce,
0: it'll reduce the burn. The reduce burn. It. Yep. Hmm. You don't that, feel the burn quite as much.
1: Yes. That could, for the biological break, if I drink this, will it uh, <laughs> reduce the No, this is sensation? not atrazine in the no.
0: 80s, Todd. Okay.
1: So that is, that's a, did they say about like Cadet or any of the other ones that burn as well on your soybean?
2: He didn't reference those specifically, but I would see yeah CY. It would CY say, CY you know it would, like yeah, your yeah. classic cadet yeah
1: like, like, is it it like, wasn't specific to those herbizers just it would help yeah the plant metabolize it that's that's very been that's good to know that too that some of your yield benefits from these may not always be as it seems like that one if you had a yield benefit in soybeans you'd be like oh well it must be doing something in the plant well yeah. it might be just because one of your tank mix partners burns
0: more and this one burned less so yeah, even the the positioning of each product is is different. Like you, they're almost a fuzz, like a fuzz complementary, if you will, right. to each other. Because Invita lives inside the plant. Okay. And so I'm, i was looking in my notes here for the the specifics. I, so it, in vesicles, so it creates a vesicle in the plant. It's a symbiotic relationship resides in the vesicles, so therefore fixes the N in the plant in the leaf.
2: Okay, that's in Vita. That's in Vita. Okay. So then right. so that one, you can go in furrow, you can go foliar, a lot more.
1: In Vita sure seems to have a lot of, like, even the crops it's labeled for is, right. is
2: many more crops. So it's, it's more of a... I think that's because diverse. of the what Matt just said with being in the plant itself, whereas like Pivot actually okay, lives yeah, like in the fish- rhizosphere of the yeah, root system. it does system. not go into the plant. Okay. It is
0: existing in the root zone. In the rhizosphere that was yeah, the exact that's an, word. Uh,
1: they used. You've seen that in the Marvel movies, right, Matt? Yes. When Spider-Man Ant-Man goes risosphere. to the rhizosphere,
0: that's Ant-Man, I believe. Okay, what what you're, you're right. He goes into the rhizospheric realm. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not that at all. But um, yes yeah, so, right, so
1: it's just living with the roots. It's and, not, and feeding uh, that, feeding off such, the okay. plant. In it the,
2: feeds off the root exudates. Exudates, and
0: we don't it gives do we want? Okay, back. so
1: it'd be like a be similar to the, a
0: soybean. The argument? We okay. have an answer. argument is that plants exude these exudates to attract biology. Yes, they do. Yeah. So it's, we're it's the, like we're carbon. just introducing the biology to be there okay. for when the exudates come. So it's not, okay. they don't feel that they're overtaking, like they're not consuming all the exudates. It's yes. just, they it has they the food the available. Food right. So it's kind of like your, your miracle grow in your plant. You stick it in the in there to feed the plant, while well, this is the plant now feeding the biology.
1: Okay, so an Ant-Man <laughs> goes into the rhizosphere, <laughs> and then he Shrinks his way down. Yes. Why does okay.
2: he go in the rhizosphere? He, he,
1: he
0: doesn't he actually. Does not. No, this is. I, just, I,
1: I am. I am like only halfway through any of those movies, so I'm like... new one just came by, out. I right. made like last, a gajillion dollars Friday, over yeah. the
2: weekend. I didn't know Ant-Man was that big of a deal. It's Paul Rudd, so he's good.
0: I mean, I like Paul Rudd.
1: Paul yeah, and the the wasp, right, is with him?
0: Yes. And this one or his not? His girlfriend is the wasp. Oh wow. Yeah. I thought it was Phoebe. Is <laughs> No no, we're not going not yet. <laughs> it's not way yet. yet. It's way back. <laughs> You're too soon. <laughs> too soon on that. Phoebe Buffet.
1: Um All right, so where does did they say where Eutricia
0: lives? Yep, like, so then Utricia uh, is Because it's foliar, it go it tr- translates into the plant through stomates. Yeah,
2: and I had to st- think a minute, but now once you started saying, I remember. And they
0: colonize the shoot, so Nutricia will colonize the shoots and feeds off methanol. Okay. So it's not creating a vesicle like in Vita, but it it too is going in the plant. It's just yep. it's translating into the plant from being a foliar through the stomates and then colonizing the different, like the shoots of the plant. Okay. And,
2: and a lot of these, like you think about, oh, we should be pushing our highest yielding corn, right, or our best fields or whatever, but the nutrition folks were even like corn on corn. Okay. Soybeans, like poorer fields, not like this isn't going to be the answer if you have high yielding environment. Nutrition right. is not the answer. Right, it's not going to boost really good corn. You It'll need... just help bad corn. Yeah, right. Okay. That w- I mean, I'm sure there are right. That's anomalies, but that no, was but, the take. But was. placement
1: on these things is extremely helpful. as I I feel like you know they, they've, these have been out for three to five years, but I feel like finally now we're
2: seeing even how to use them and where right. to use them. And so. and I know we're kind of all over the board, which is like we're just spitballing here, but like Pivot Bio, they're basically just claiming to replace 40 units of N. We're just going to go to N, and we're just taking it away. You don't have to put it on.
0: So yeah, if you want to do that rundown, so like Bill said, Pivot is replacing 40 units of N. They will generate that 40, and you can remove 40 synthetic. Nutricia is saying your low ground, your soybeans, that's where they're going to give you the benefit, not necessarily even your high-yielding environment. Invita is saying... It's a yield boost. Could you replace N? Sure, but that's not their point. Their point is that we will boost, boost yield.
1: Yep. Okay. So there, too, is when we look at these trifecta, it's poor ground picutricia you, on your where you're trying to replace N or you maybe, you know, you save a little cash. Save, yeah, change it from your then it's pivot bio. And if you're doing a corn growers, big yield plot, something where you want that boost, or just in general boost, then you go in vita, yeah, okay,
2: oh, and then Vita is labeled on multiple more mark- crops yeah, when you look at a the, lot more crops, the
1: label crops in vita is corn, soybeans, wheat, alfalfa, potatoes, rice, I mean, so you're pretty much Which, like you say it somewhat makes sense, I guess is it can if it can live in the cell, it's not specific to a crop that way it's
0: it's a yeah, it, yeah. it's sort of in the plant, it'll likely interact with almost any plant that. Produces chlorophyll yeah which is almost all
1: plants the interesting part on that is like alfalfa like this is the only one with alfalfa and potatoes and I could see that being a huge like a potato crop I mean just the amount of that gets into your more horticulture sphere of like a higher value crop um, that if if that could improve any just anything on potatoes that'd be very valuable And then an alfalfa side, if, you know, if we could see an improved yield or a little less, you know, just any quality things there that it could improve could be huge benefits too. I have heard on the alfalfa timing of spray that I thought was unique. I thought it'd be later in there, but they wanted it sort of like before first cutting. Yeah. So that's interesting too of like the timings of all these things of when to do them. And then pivot bio, like you said, you're kinda of replacing the nitrogen, so it doesn't really look at the soybeans at all. It's just corn sorghum wheat, just more of your nitrogen demanding crops. And then nutrition, corn soybeans wheat. There. So no alfalfa labels on either of those, but you could still you know, you know, like you said, your poor yielding kind of fields on the nutritious side did they say anything on wheat for any of these products of like timings or when yep um i double asked that
2: question apparently <laughs> Just they, they said it and then i it. missed it and i asked a question and matt looked at me cross-eyed <laughs> um yeah so you were that guy i so was that always guy. the worst yeah.
1: like, they said that i the hate hesitation. being that guy
0: and then i was that guy so, <laughs> so yeah you uh U-Tricia is four leaf stage for wheat I don't even know what's for leaf stage. Would be it'd right. be about that'd be after herbicide.
2: Probably pretty close.
1: Yeah, like pretty close. I know is with your herbicide, right? Like your two four D pat or your FinD two four D pass.
0: Invita is, I believe, I don't have in my notes. <laughs> Do you remember, Bill? You asked
2: it. I asked it, and you don't even remember. No.
0: No. Because I was too worried about Matt's cross eye. looking at me. <laughs> well, it was, it was the Corteva one when he asked it. It was that sure. presentation because sure. they had said it. Um, I don't th- think the, N- the NVIDA guy really said exactly. It was just like, you need foliage there. Yeah, and then, Sure, you just want something. there. Yeah. Yeah. And then pivot would be in the furrow, I would imagine, if you're doing a because they're... Well, yeah, how does that work? It'd have, yeah, it'd have to be... Has, be weird, or seed treatment. Like, you'd have to seed put it in. treatment, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
2: But I think they're focusing. Their focus is corn. That, but and Vita's, or uh, excuse me, Pivot Bio is corn.
1: That's a great point, right. though, of, like, to think about with these is, like, the, the application of them is very different right. of, of that. So, yes, yeah, so when you think Pivot Bio, think soil applied in some sort of starter.
2: <laughs> starter or basically, basically, on the seed. Yeah. Right, or on the seed. Um, Nutritious with, probably with your... Nutritious foliar. Foliar, so you probably could throw it with... Because
1: it's through or your... with herbicide, yeah. just foliar. Yep. And then exotics and Vita is kind of both. Any, yeah. It can be either inferro or foliar. Did they have, Did they have like, which they'd pick over others? Because in general, it seems... Like a timing? Well, right. Would they rather it be
2: foliar or would they rather it be inferro I think they were more,
0: like, the longer it's there, the better. Sure. Yeah. So they they argue that it's systemic, season long nitrogen fixation for Invita. So that okay, obviously so doing so it in furrow, then you have the whole, whole season versus period. applying it foliar. Okay. Depending yeah. what stage you're not going to have it. One of long. the
2: one of the questions that came out of the audience, and I believe it was even our our own James West that asked it because he was on Zoom. But um, basically, is there a rest? Any yeah. of these can be used as a rescue treatment. Like you yep. use these as a rescuing a crop? and that's where the point of like once longer it's it could work, once but you're the long a
1: rescue situation you're probably too late. Yeah, right? and you've it, had the biological breakdown already. Right, right. It is. Yeah,
2: it's broken. Yes, like you could you, do it, but you're better off. Like you should have thought ahead to yeah, do
0: that before okay. and not have your biologicals broken down already. Yeah. Well, it was, was interesting to me when we talk about the foliar, so the Invita and the utricia was I ate lunch with the the guys from Invita and asked about tank mix partners, yep. and Utricia they in their presentation covered this. Um, so both did not. Utricia did have a, like a list of tank mix partners, but basically what they both said was kind of the same, and that was that it should get sprayed within an hour of being added to the tank. So basically, you don't want it in there with anything for a long period long time. of time. You want to get it in, get it out. So they, in Vita in particular, recommended adding it in the field. Like so, you're getting to the field, dump it in, and go. Yeah. As opposed to you know mixing everything at the farm when you're sure. filling up with water, make sure all the water's in there before you add it. This was another thing that was emphasized. So, yeah,
2: they wanted it last. Right. It should always be the last thing. After the AMS, like okay. last, last.
1: That's a good point in these biologicals is the most important part to think on the farm is we don't want to apply a bunch of dead bugs and waste your money. Right. And so the more, you know, if you get any of these on the farm, you got to, some of them need refrigeration. You got to keep them out of the sun. You want to make sure, you know, they don't freeze, that kind of stuff. So, and like Matt's saying here is even when you're putting them in the tank, you want to do it at the end. So that that is a very important part to think about of right. hand if you're going to do this, make sure you get the handling part down so that you don't apply a bunch of dead bugs and waste
0: your money basically right from the get. Cuz they're not saying XYZ is going to kill it. But the longer you leave it exposed to anything that's, you know, potentially caustic or acidic or anything, you know, depending what products you're using, the more time there is for that potential uh, negative interaction, yes, to occur. So I thought that was interesting, and they they basically said they're not going to test it. There's just too many variables, too many possible. Sure.
2: Yeah, they were like, we can't we can't give a breakdown of every herbicide or every fungicide or everything possible because we just it's just it's way too, too many, many much. combinations. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
1: That goes to the so then on the pivot bio proven side. There as well, you know, when you are putting that when it's seed treated, you got I think sixty to ninety days for it to be alive on that seed. But you are probably going to store that seed correct, which you want to store any seed kind of correctly in shade in a spot that's you know covered and somewhat climate controlled. But on the, the when you are dumping it in the infurrow too, they want that it's within four, four hours, yeah. 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 So that that's the part I think as a farmer when you are all applying this stuff. Like, you already got the investment of money in it. Don't <laughs> – you could invest this money and you just killed the bug and you literally applied – you'd be better off,
2: you know, applying water. Because I would imagine, you know, most of the time a farmer goes out to spray, they're getting rid of it, right? I mean, they're not – but I, you could break down it's or weather. It's just I never thought of that. I don't – I've got a couple guys that spray in
1: Vita, and I'll have to ask them. I, I think they were still dumping it at the farm last – but if you're saying, like, nope, drive to the field, then dump it in, that's that that's a little different. It makes I, some yeah, sense. Yeah, it's going mean, to depend it, how
0: far away from right, the farm the field is, right, but yeah. right. Either way, it's the less time you can have it in the tank with other things is the better. I guess that's yep. the, really the takeaway is, again, because they didn't say outright, like, oh, yeah, don't put it with nitrogen because that's oh, going to kill it. Like It was just, like, put it in last, spray because. Both Invita and Nutritia, from what I have in notes, both said spray within an hour if possible. Okay, yeah. So, you know, if it takes you half an hour to get to the field, you can put it in at the farm, it's fine. Um, from what, you know, their recommendation would state, but if it's hour, hour plus to from the time you're going to mix to get there, then wait, if you can.
1: We kind of went over somewhat who owns these, but... Nutricia is owned by Corteva. Yep. Correct, yep. So they, and they would have, pur- I don't think they developed it. I believe they purchased. Yeah, they yeah. purchased um, Stoller
0: and Simborg. Yeah. And so this is Simborg re-labeled, relabeled, basically, okay. is, is kind of what the guy said.
1: Was Simborg the name? It was that's, Blue something, I think. Okay,
0: yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah. Blue, blue N? Blue N, Blue N. yeah. Blue N. This is yeah. Blue N, but it's.
1: But you, in the recent Stoller acquisition, too, you can see yeah. a big company like Corteva is pushing into biological. And models.
2: they're. The, the take there is that Stoller has a has a global market. That's why they bought Stoller. Okay, because it's more, more, more global, more global than than uh than what that cyborg was US, or than yeah Corteva Simborg,
0: is. That's Simborg cyborg cyborg, <laughs> yes Corteva is now owned <laughs> by <and> cyborgs. <laughs> <laughs> they're taking over the world. Wow, well,
1: they're not living in the rhizosphere, so they're in, in the plant. Yeah.
0: It's Terminator Two or what? <laughs> I've come to fix your <laughs> Give me nitrogen if you want to live.
2: And then, uh, then we—that'd be a we sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have Arnold get, get Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm the symbolgadata. data. Except for they're using Corteva now, but sorry, Todd. Tangent.
1: No. Uh, the, then Invita is that azotic we said. They're located in Raleigh, North Carolina. Is where they're kind of headquartered. I didn't realize Corteva's headquartered Indianapolis. So they you got kind of the the, you got a bigger AZOTIC had some other products we've used in the past, I know. But this is seems to be their kind of This would be the one
2: that kind of stuck.
1: Yeah, their breakout. Yeah um I I, when I remember some of the other ones they were I think they were more plant growth regularly, it's like a stoller type of product. So and then, then we got the the last one. Pivot.
2: Pivot. 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 Pivot.
0: Which was the last up. one?
2: Shut up! Shut up!
0: Which product are you referencing yeah. there?
1: <laughs> that's that's a classic Friends. Yeah,
2: that last.
0: I actually sent that gif to like we had a group message for the, the nice. conference I sent that out right before they went up to went talk up I don't know if you noticed that. yeah but yeah
1: so pivot is located in Berkeley California Yep. Which you guys said kind of is when I mean, you look at where they're located and
2: it's all like biotech stuff around them and yep. so sidebar at lunch we sat with uh he was in the guy from California he was in food safety and we got
0: he was, i don't know exactly why he was there he so basically from the explanation i remember he had seen at one of the food safety conferences the people talking about biologicals okay sure and so he was he saw it from his side and he was curious what it looked like on our side of agriculture cuz obviously that's you know consumer like go, the outgoing side, what does it look like on the incoming side with these treatments? And because he, I think the way he put it was his snake oil radar was going off, and so he wanted to see what our opinion of.
2: And he had taken some farmers to the Tulare Farm Show like a week before, and they must have just had a boatload of snake oil people there at the at the Tulare yep. Farm. Yep. Ship, yeah, So he came to this to
0: see to see these three folks. Yeah. So he was. This was really yeah the. The portion he was curious about. Yep. And he told us, buy
2: seafood from Costco, not Walmart. And everyone in California that makes food is normal, and everyone that is makes California that is not around making food are
0: weirdos. So he <laughs> he lives in kind of that like central chunk, because there was yeah. talk of how they were going to split it. He, like the middle kind of wants out, and all the crazies are north and south. Like he's in that middle chunk. And so, yeah, you talked about living in the valley and some of the... Like all the ag stuff that goes on, and so it was very interesting because, especially, you know, he had insights outside of kind of our realm, but we're still pertinent, like sourcing food and some of that yeah. stuff. So he was a nice guy. We had a lot of fun talking to him. So we buying him drinks. We weren't
2: in that spot to Aww. have to, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so it was still a lot of fun. And it was
0: yeah. It was fun without drinking. That's, That's good. Yeah. Good. Those are the best. It's, it's, I know I know you have a hard time understanding that that you know <laughs> no. you just need to be at the bottom of a bottle to have fun. <laughs> <No>. But <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> It's the first thing I think of Todd. Yeah. Yep. He's tone yeah. drunk. Time, He's a drunk. That's all, all it is. But but yeah, you can have fun without drinking, Todd. It's <laughs> It's real. Well, thanks for sharing, that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this isn't a podcast, Todd. No, this is actually an intervention. Yeah. That, um, the
1: word's biological breakdown. Alcoholic <laughs> breakdown. <laughs>
0: yes. Bill, Bill, do you want to read your letter oh, first? Are you going to get uh, out
2: a big banner? And put it it up got there. some music queued up there, yeah. Matt.
0: It's actually just in the arms of the angel. That's all I could, <laughs> all I could find about. <laughs> I was inspired by the Bush Light commercial during the Super Bowl. Mm. No, Todd is not yeah. a drunk that I know I of. I not know. Um <clears throat> Just a disclaimer. But yeah, no. So all all three of these products have their, you know, their differences. But your ultimate goal is kind of the same. They're fixing in. They have, um, you know, they've recorded yield increases. Some talked about even uh, like Invita talked about having a milk per ton increase. So
2: very small, play, but very it small. Play. It
0: was fifty pounds of milk per ton increase which translated to 1700 pounds per acre okay. of milk and then uh pivot mentioned a 0.74 ton at 65% moisture silage increase so um yeah i mean there the rain is the the yield increase but there's also potentially some on the dairy side, advantages for some of these products too. Um, and what I thought was interesting, I think for kind of a last point before we, we move on, and Bill, I don't know what you thought of this, but I think it was both Nutricia and Invita mentioned, like advancing growth stage. So instead yeah. of staying, instead of stay green, it actually seemed like they matured faster.
2: Yeah, because yep. that was one of the questions was like, oh... So, like fungicide keep us green longer, where right. these don't. And they both said, yeah, it, it actually, like, the, if you took growth stage at the same point in a treated versus non, the treated would actually be further, further along. along. and nutrition even why? Long. Why <coughs> magic?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, I just <laughs> the like,
2: Enviata uh, guy talked about like more, f- like I think it just promotes more the growth and the sure. plant health and just and mm. he pr- he promoted more.
0: Morphology benefits of the, okay, the actual physical benefit there. And nutrition. What I had in my notes that I, that stuck out to me. They did a, a study in the Central Sands here in Wisconsin, and they saw uh, using NDVI maps uh, <clears throat> reduced moisture in the plants, but better health. So, it was dr- the plant was drier, but also healthier, which was kind of interesting. Sure. It's more water use efficient. Yes, and thats one
2: thing we haven't talked about at all. And they all talked about. Oh, they are yeah, water use efficiency. Yeah.
1: Oh, I've never heard that ever in these presentations on these. So they they all make the
0: plants more water use efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I wanted to make sure we mentioned that too. Yeah, you should. Yeah, we totally missed that. Yeah, fail, (laughs) Matt, fail. Well, no, we we rolled into it with the. (laughs) No, health well, part of my it. Might yeah. end on the big no. I yeah. think yeah. they, they're going to remember the last thing we say, not the first yes. thing. Oh, there you go. So
1: thank you. I, I think the, also disclaimer, these are the big current three. There's going to be a um, million, um, billions. Yeah, many, many new ones. And there already is many other ones, especially when we're dealing with bi- biolo- biological things in your soil and your biology. it it may You may see a result with one of these that you don't with a different one and we're still at the cusp of knowing when and why and how these work and so that's going to be a tricky part too is just to lump these even in the same group is kind of odd because they're they're all quite different and even like we just said where they live in the plant what they do in the plant is is yes they're all biologicals but they are a very different group. Not much different than I guess the plant growth regulator group. Those do different things. You know, gibberellic does different than like an ethylene. Like they're different, but these are also like that, where they're a group, but
2: they act very differently.
1: And you can't say, "Well, yeah, I tried those; it doesn't work." And they it's, all
2: admitted that in their trials there were negative results. I, like this isn't a hundred percent of the time. A hundred percent of the time it works. Yeah,
1: and like, some of the research that would be a big disclaimer I want to watch is. I seen on a research it said, you know, a three bushel yield increase, and then you look at the small print and it said, it said it said when, when trial results were positive. Right. So part of me is like, well, why are you throwing all of the negative results? But in a way, so it's tricky. The research on this is very tricky because you look at that. There's certain parts that you you aren't going to see a response. And there is no response because the biology is already there
0: right. and good, or the plant didn't need it. So yeah, for corn for Invita, I have in my notes eighty um, percent positive response.
1: Okay, so that's pretty. So they're and the, that's a pretty normal curve of any research actually. So I don't
0: have numbers. Well, j- that's tricky on the for... other
1: crops when, like we said, proven is, uh, is right. A that's why I say plate. it's corn. That in, right, on corn, it's a different, that, point, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're like, we'll be, uh, we might be talking this, you know, this could be a reoccurring theme on our podcast, just talking about different biologicals, you know, over the next years, because there's going to be all kinds of new ones coming yet and doing different
0: things. Absolutely. So there you go. That's our breakdown of three biological products that uh, Bill and I had the chance to see last week or this past week here at a conference. And now we'll move into our spotlight for today. So, 2022 new product of the year was a launch like, unlike any other, and that was coming from Bear, with their TriVolt product, uh, which it's ironic that we can't use it where we are, but um, southern part of the state, they, there are quite a few areas it can be used. I know I've seen, I swear that's like the number one YouTube ad I get. It's TriVolt. It is TriVolt? It's tri-volt yeah.
1: That, think for a while. I was accurate on GT. I was getting ones for that. So you're right. Yeah. But it is weird, of how much it does in our world. This hasn't, you know, it's not labeled in a lot of the counties we work in. So the you go south and other, you know, throughout the Midwest. And my favorite was like one of their ads was Trivolt.
0: It worked. <laughs> like right. Like, well, the,
1: hey, yeah, we said it was going to do all this, and it did. Like <laughs> the, we did it. it
0: the, the one I, I saw, because it, what was it? it was it three or four weeks of um, residual they like, okay. were stating? Yeah. And so it's like, you know, TriVolt came out, and we said it was going to get like, or maybe it, was, maybe it was six even. I don't, whatever it was, it was a long residual. And they, the first thing is a farmer going, because this is right before I could hit skip ad. <laughs> That's why I remember it, because I had to watch it so many times. I, I just don't see this working. And that's like how they sure, started. And yeah. then obviously, yeah, it does work. Otherwise, they wouldn't have continued the ad past that point. Or yeah, least, are they
1: playing like the underdog? Like I think so. Yeah, said we like, couldn't do it. But they're, they're the like, Kansas City like Chiefs Kelsey, of, yeah. of 22. <laughs> Everyone said they
0: couldn't be done, and, and they we, did it. Um, but yeah, no, they're, they got it on, um, you know, it. Was approved by EPA in February 2022. Uh, They, I love this because it fits so well with what we just talked about. Bear's team pivoted quickly and got it on more than 100,000 acres of demonstration plots. Um, So they've had robust pre-orders for the product since late 2022. The company's been staging product with real retailers and growers. The goal of having three million acres sprayed with Tribolt in 2023. So, uh, they are definitely ramping up for this product. It's a three-ingredient uh, product: flufenacet, isoxaflutol, and thean methyl.
1: And it's the it's the Corvus in there that we can't spray right. in there. Okay.
2: Yep. Yeah. So,
0: but yeah. They're, they're moving quickly and it seems to had pretty good they seem to have had pretty good results and so they like I said they're positioning a lot of acres for this upcoming year just none for us but that's the way the cookie crumbles now we'll move into our egg history minute we've all heard of snake oil Uh not literally oil made of snakes, but rather a term used to describe deceptive marketing or healthcare fraud or a scam. Similarly, the term snake oil salesman is a common expression used to describe someone who sells, promotes, or is a general proponent of some valueless or fraudulent cure, remedy, or solution. term comes from the snake oil that used to be sold as a cure-all elixir for many kinds of physiological problems. In the 19th century, snake oil was commonly promoted as a cure-all, supposedly produced by boiling rattlesnakes and skimming off the oil that rose to the surface. But all it was sometimes prepared this way, hucksters found it cheap and easy to substitute other oils. Sales of alleged rattlesnake oil continued into the 20th century. In 1915, the U.S. government ordered the analysis of a well-known product, Clark Stanley's Snake Oil liniment. The analyst found that its main constituents were a light mineral oil, which is a petroleum product, mixed with about 1% of fatty oil, probably be fat, capsicum, and possibly a trace of camphor and turpentine. Mm. So, no 0% snake since the product contained no snake derived oil Stanley was taken to court and found guilty of misbranding and misrepresenting misrep- his product he was fined twenty dollars which would be the equivalent of about four hundred thirty dollars today in the years following research was done on genuine rattlesnake oil and has not been sh- which has not been shown to have any health benefits so don't boil snakes uh, especially because it's a lot of rattlesnakes are poisonous and you might get something that would kill you as opposed to help you.
1: What was great reading about this was that this Clark Stanley's snake oil liniment probably actually it didn't have the snake oil in it, and that's what he was sued about. But some of the products that Capsicum, capsaicin, or however you say that, that's actually still like a known like it helps. Sure. So his his stuff was actually probably might have Better, done something. Like, right. if you would replace with that a... with the snake oil, it would have did less. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I think is just wild about the where this term came from is is because of this sort of suit against this guy for claiming, you know, that it did things, and then it wasn't even in there, the, the benefits that he claimed it were from. Right,
0: because so. beef fat, well, that's not going to harm you. No. Mineral oil is usually tr- used to treat, like, cutting boards, like wood cutting boards, so, I mean, or, you know, wood in general so probably also not going to kill you. Uh, as long as you don't have too much of it and turpentine turpentine would be the worst (laughs) out of that whole list i would say like just
1: in general what was in there was like
0: wow okay unless you ate lead paint and then maybe having some turpentine in there might have dislodged the the paint i don't know
1: but yeah all right thanks matt and thank you to all our listeners out there please tell a farmer friend about the podcast that's all we ask just subscribe rate review on apple um We thank you for all the listeners out there and all you do. All you need to do is search Tilt Talk Radio in Apple Podcasts or on Android. You can download an app like Podbean Player FM or Podcast Addict. You can also listen on your smartphone browser or your computer browser. Just go to tilthag.com slash podcasts. Also want to shout out right now to uh, was able yesterday on Thursday of this week was on PDPW's dairy signal so I got to go on that talk uh, basically talked with uh, old college friend John Gazer Dr. John Gazer now yep he's a nutritionist with Rock River Labs and we talked a bunch about uh, best practices for corn silage and some of what I talked to goes back to it was episode 150 I think of TTR some of the stuff for corn silage and how it dries down and what it's doing and we'll have to have Dr. Gazer on the podcast sometime talked to us about, you know, what we talked about there is good conversation. So shout out to other, you know, things out there. This, that was like a live stream. And then now you can rewatch it or go on. They've got like a podcast as well link. Um, but that was through PDPW's Dairy Signal. So shout out to, to them job, for Todd. having me on. Yeah, it was, it was, it was doing it live like that was. A Are long you long leaving
0: us? No. You're cheating on us with
1: other podcasts. (laughs) I see how it
0: is. (laughs) Cross-branding, man. No, it sounds very cool. All right. Now we'll move into our Cool Beans That's Corny and some current events. So, Cool Beans. Cool Beans. Cool Beans. Cool Beans. beans. Our Cool Beans this week, the -the over-the-top dicamba cutoff dates for 2023 are set, and here in Wisconsin, we have no difference, but some other states did change. So Illinois, Indiana, and Iowa are June 12th for the the over-the-top cutoff. There's also a growth stage cutoff of V4 for soybeans in Illinois, Indiana, and Iowa. South Dakota, June 20th is the application cutoff date. Minnesota, south of 94, cutoff is June 12th, and north of 94 is June 30th. Applications are not permitted when air temperature is over 85 in Minnesota, or if the forecasted high of temperature of the nearest available location exceeds 85.
1: So we don't know for sure if they, like for now, Wisconsin's saying the same. Right. So that's why it's sort of the cool beans, is because it doesn't change for us. But many other states around us have changed. And it did say, just in general, that the way Wisconsin had it sort of worked for us last year, so we don't foresee... You know, we've
0: talked about this from the beginning. We've we've been using dicamba a long time in the state. We don't have the same number of uh, antagonistic crops as some of these other states have um, in proximity. You know, we have natural buffers. There's a lot of times we have tree lines and other things, so it's just a different animal here in our state compared to some of the others. Um, But yeah, Illinois basically lost eight days. No, and if you think about those eight days are
1: kind of a... Big right. deal for how you plan out your herbicide program right? is, you know, you're using it as like a cleanup product. There's no residual, you know, very little residual there, so. Yeah, and
0: depending on the year, I mean, your best time for it to start popping up is really in that June right time frame, then. so it's a yeah. pretty narrow. Right, You
1: and you might still want to use the technology
0: to, to get a few of those, right. but. Yeah, so there's that. Our, that's Corny this week. Biggest supply chain headache is crippling manufacturers right now is the inability to find parts. Um, You know, we've talked about supply chain a lot on the podcast over the last couple years here. Um, While some things like fertilizers and other things are kind of starting to tame back down for supply and demand, parts still seem to be hard to find, whether it's tires and tracks for uh, new tractors from John Deere, Case IH, or uh, equipment companies like great plains they're conditioned to expect the black swans to the point where they're no longer black swans they're just kind of part of normal it's normal Yep. <laughs> just so. expected. no
1: i'm talking to farmers and even like man i have a good friend we knew from high school that's kind of on the side mechanic now and he just said he can't find parts you know especially for older equipment i mean that always gets harder and harder but he said even some of the reman stuff he's getting is just junk and just tricky out there right now. To well,
0: I think that's the worst thing is like the, get it the
1: quality. You the know, quality even if you is. can't get it, the quality's not right. there. I've heard that our our mechanic calls it COVID parts. He says, yeah, the, you know, he just gets some stuff. He's I was in him with him the other day, and he he had a radiator come through that must have been just total junk, and it had a whole bunch of other problems that it caused for him because. You're expecting the part you get to work, so you put it in, and then when it causes other problems and you got even more problems to deal with, so yeah, just the domino effect of what that caused and frustration from farmers i could, i just it'd be frustrating,
0: yeah, and yeah, there doesn't seem to be a lot of optimism that it's going to improve anytime soon, so hopefully that becomes the case that things do start to clear up, but um, right now, yeah, we're still seeing that being kind of a black hole in in the supply chain so. Finally, we'll finish up with our field good Friday. And Wisconsin took number two in the U.S. Champion Chip Cheese Contest. Number one one went to an aged Gouda named Europa from Arethusa Farm Dairy in Bantam, Connecticut. While he's originally from Wisconsin, though, so that's even kind of a bonus there. We'll take credit there. Even though Wisconsin didn't take number one. The cheese maker originally came from Wisconsin, so it's probably where he learned everything. Um, and the first runner up was Vintage Cupola American Original Cheese from Team Door Artisan Cheese Company for Red Barn Family Farms in Egg Harbor, Wisconsin. And that is a mouthful right there. Yes. <laughs> uh, Wisconsin s- scored uh, 98.613. I'm not sure if it's out of 100, but guessing? Since that's the number two score. Second runner up was also from Wisconsin. It was a medium cheddar from Dylan Silla's team at Associated Milk Producers Inc. in Blair, Wisconsin, and they scored just under so it was ninety eight point six one three. Theirs was a ninety eight point five five four. So pretty close contest there.
1: It's interesting that a medium cheddar would be able to take third place. Like it's just the
2: most like generic cheese. But right. like a, a
1: milder medium cheddar would be
2: yeah. when a Gouda and a Coppola was the others, right? Or yes. American.
0: So yeah, congratulations to Wisconsin cheesemakers for being right up there at the top of of their game. And that our dairies, yeah, got to be thankful for the cheese
1: industry we have in Wisconsin. I mean, it's it is heard of nationwide and worldwide that it's a thing that basically puts us on the map or nobody would really even know where Wisconsin was.
0: All right. That'll do it for this week. Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for having us, Matt. So this week we talked about some biological products that are out there in the market right now. In our spotlight, we looked at product launch from Bear, the tribal herbicide. side. a history minute, we talked about the history of snake oil. Cool Beans this week was... So far, our dicamba on soy cutoff date in Wisconsin will be the same for now, despite changes in other states. That's corny. Can't find parts right now for a lot of people. And our field good Friday was Wisconsin, finishing up in second place for the National Cheese Championship. Thanks for listening, and as always, happy farming.